Hey everyone, John here, player behind the Android of the Hour, Xeno5. Now, before I get into what I want to talk about, holy hell that fight against Oraja. Bullet points being the electric trap in the brig, finding a Madeline but missing a Sedona, then everyone rolling into Oraja's office with low health. I mean, it was almost lights out for the APA boys, Zeno and Mike. A lot of tense moments in that one. Anyway, I'm actually here to talk about the drift. I know, coming in from left field, and yeah, yeah, everyone knows that the drift gets you from point A to point B. I'm interested in the what and the how of this mode of travel. So, for those not familiar, the drift is a plane of its own created by Triune, which is absolutely immense. It's often referred to as infinite or limitless due to no one ever finding its borders. So, rewind a little bit here. Before the conception of drift travel, the only modes of interstellar travel was via insanely powerful spells and reaction drives. The drift, however, is unique in that it is only accessible via technology. In other words, not magic. Now, it's not too different from the material plane. It's mostly empty with no air and no noticeable gravitational pull. Now, there are, however, planar bubbles where a whole chunk of another plane is peeled off and becomes part of the driftscape, complete with its original terrain and any leftover creatures. Another interesting tidbit is that while you can only enter the drift via tech, you can still perform most magics while already inside the drift, with the exception of spells and abilities that summon or transport between planes due to the nature of the drift. Now, navigating the drift is a bit of a pain in the ass. There's no definitive landmarks, has random pockets of expansion and reduction in distances, and nothing stays in the same place for long. So, our boy Triune sets up drift beacons to make it traversable. You weave into the drift plane, then weave out into the material plane at another drift beacon. This is made possible by drift beacons existing simultaneously in both the drift and material plane. Don't ask me how, but there's a lot more to check out on the drift. Just check out the Starfinder's core rulebook and Pact Worlds rulebook for more details. I also want to take this time to ask everyone to visit our website, southerntomfoolery.com. You can also catch us on Twitter at southerntomfool. A quick bump for our new Discord channel. You can find the link in our Twitter or website. You can also leave your thoughts through our email, southerntomfoolerypodcast at gmail.com. I want to give a huge, gracious thanks to Jason at, at What Do You Do for all his hard work in promoting real play content, a real first-rate dude in all our hearts here on the pod. also want to announce that some of us will be on Strange Murmurings podcast this th Thursday, talking with the folks from Strange Gods podcast. Also, be sure to check out our new interlude episode show, Tom Talks, where we talk TTRPG shop and respond to listener emails, which is coming soon. Ooh, didn't realize how much I had to unpack out of the old gnaw space chamber. Anyway, after all that, on with the show. Here's episode 13, What's Going Aeon?
Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. How are we doing hello. this evening? Well, hello. 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 A chorus hello. of Mrs. Doubtfires. <laughs> hello. <laughs> you know what? Um, you know what, Adam? How are you? Um, thank you for asking. Nobody I'm ever asked the GM. So. I know nobody. We're I'm okay, Emily. I, I think that's worth a plus two, but whatever. You know, you you, you do you. I'll take the plus two. Appreciate mm-mm, it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> He'll take the plus two because he's doing great. Okay, you. All right, that was on me. My bad. <laughs> Appreciate it, Emily. Um, I, I'm I'm good. Uh, you know, working on some music. And that's kind of what I uh, wanted to talk to y'all about. Nerd. Well, 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 what kind of music do you think your characters are into? Uh, Let's start with you. Let's start. We're going to do this one time so we don't all talk at once. Let's start. I'm just going to go down the line. Emily, what do you think Ziva's into? What kind? What type of music? I mean, we don't have to make up band names here. I realize that we don't know the catalog of Starfinder band names yet, though we are going to come up with that. But what kind of stuff are, is Ziva? What kind of music she get into? I think that Ziva is probably really into like um, operatic rock, like uh, <laughs> like all Queen, a, uh, all a Nightwish kind of like. Okay. I think that. Like, so, so is that some like obscure band that? No. Wow. So wow, obscure. Adam. Ooh, I thought you were cultured and whatnot. <laughs> um, they're See, amazing. He's, he's too cultured for Nightwish. Yeah, that's what it. Is, what is Nightwish? Nightwish is this amazing Finnish band, and if you've never so, heard okay, of them, okay, so it is. Uh, come on, <laughs> not obscure. Finnish. They play in the United States. They were when's the last time? Like ten years when's ago. When's the last time they played in the United States? Like three years ago, I think. Okay. They like how, sell, how, they sell out like huge arenas in Europe. So okay, you would recognize fabulous. it if you'd heard it, Adam. I promise you, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that song." I don't, I don't believe know that you. I, I don't know that I would. You know I bet what? You would. When when this I mean, I'm going to look into it. I'm I'm not here to disparage nice Nightwish, but I don't think they're quite as popular as you might think they are. They're Finnish for Christ's sake. They used no to, offense to our Finnish listeners. Anyway, at one point they were top forty in the U.S. Right? They were like playing pop radio and stuff, weren't they? What? I'm pretty sure, or maybe maybe like local You're telling rock me stations that or something. A Finnish operatic rock band was on the top forty of the U.S. pop charts. I'm gonna look it up, but I, I don't. I do maybe. not think so. If they were, I would imagine it would be Wishmaster, and that are they like one song. of those Christmas metal oh. bands, <laughs> like oh Transiberian Orchestra? Somebody else go before I have an aneurysm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a younger thing, you know. Adam's just behind the times. Yeah, Adam's wow. like. I am, Basically, seventy-eight years old. So, um, Heath, what what would Mike? What, I think we've talked about this, you and me, but with our listeners, what was Mike into? I, I mean, I think of it as like Vesk metal. You know, like he's not into the like super hardcore chuggy stuff. It's kind of a, a I think like a grunge revival, but he's also into some like what would now be considered like old people hardcore hip hop, like. You know, do you pub- have public any enemy non- and shit? Do you have any non-obscure Scandinavian band references that we can? Motherfucker! No, I don't. To? I don't have a single one, unfortunately. <laughs> so is he like into Rammstein? No, no. I'm thinking like the the real world correlate was like Audio Slave. You know? Oh, okay. Okay. Like like All that right. kind of grunge, post grunge type stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
but also but also some hip hop with some like mean 808s you know yes okay i like it so it's something that as long as it has kind of like a driving somewhat aggressive beat but maybe not like overly aggressive yeah yeah i think that's pretty accurate what about you uh john what's zeno into Zeno is into he's into Radiohead, you know. Of course, yeah, that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, is he a, is he a paranoid you know? android. <laughs> <laughs> His favorite song is paranoid. Android. Right, right. <laughs> right. I, so, so Emily, that's a that's an obscure band from the British UK. <laughs> so first they played off, America a couple times. You know what? All right. Okay. All right. I'm literally working on a link right now to send you so you motherfuckers can get schooled. You're welcome. <laughs> I've compiled <laughs> a list of burn world burn so, but, uh, <laughs> so Zeno's into like what? The kind of electro indie? Yeah, yeah. Every now and then a wild you know. hair like classical, you know? I mean, mm-hmm. maybe like the Beethoven. Prodigy. Yeah, mathematics behind, you know? Some like Bella Bartok or something like that. <laughs> some Some John Cage, some straight like math rock. For sure. Okay. Uh, what about... Oh, I can't wait for this one. Josh. Uh, Fell is all about some LCD star system. Oh, my gosh. Oh, God. Okay. That's cool, though. Yeah. I like right. I mean, that's a, I, the, I'll take it. I mean, I love LCD sound system. <laughs> yeah. So do I. But, it, but for uh, Fell, it's LCD star system. What's okay. that? You don't... <laughs> Emily? <laughs> I, I'm not going to touch this one. You this guys is my edge. I, yeah. I'm not even... <laughs> I'll... I'm, <clears throat> we can trade linksies. How about yes, that? yes. Okay. We will we will do that. Um, but no, that and it's. I kind of hate that you mentioned Rammstein earlier because uh, that depending on what he's doing, just like kind of hanging out, well, chilling, having a drink. That's quite a breadth of it, it dynamic. Is, but there, if he's you know, if you he's like, from like dance punk pop to like to German crunch metal, <laughs> German yeah. crunch metal, you know, German like industrial metal. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, he's, you got to think he's, he's a mechanic who goes out to clubs and stuff at night and then is working on stuff and has that like more upbeat or, um, yeah, it needs more aggressive kind of yeah, louder stuff need, right, while to punch he's through the, right, right. So, all right. And Zach, what's all running into? Um, Nothing. I hate all music. No, no. no. You, you know that the uh, Hank the 30th's anthology, it's, it's titled uh, The Roadhouse Hank at Jr. the Edge Jr. of the, the Galaxy. 30th. All right. And it's definitely in the Epoch Tracers dash right now. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Hank the 30th. Hank, Hank Jr. 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 But that's like the only thing. It's like the only thing it's, he listens to. It's just like one album. He just listens to it <laughs> it's over so and over It's so good, again. though. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's like that and the Good, the Bad, and the Ugly soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, so, so uh, anything anything in that neighborhood, I think, will I work. I get it. Okay. Cool. Well, that's a, I think that's a pretty nice range of tunage in this crew. S- sounds like, to me, there's going to be some fights over the radio. On the other traitors, yeah, you think there's gonna be, but there's not. There's that is is not. (laughs) Hank the thirtieth in my ship, bitches. Captain, I mean the captain kind of gets to trump you a little bit. Yeah, with a a good with a good enough role, I guess. Phil has his own music player integrated into his exo cortex, so he doesn't care what everybody else plays. Of course you do. You got that zoom. You guys know uh, that zoom in the head. Weldy's into right. Yeah, (laughs) I don't. I don't. 
I mean, amongst others, sure, yeah. Um, <laughs> all right, so I don't think he's even advanced to fish yet. Like he's just Grateful Dead. Yeah, he hasn't quite like got to his college years, you know, to or, where, or maybe where even fish fucking like plant. hasn't gotten to the Grateful Dead yet, and he's still in the widespread panic thing. <laughs> Which I did. I'm being a hypocrite. I mean, I I think uh, anybody who went through the jam band route had that. He's into twiddle. You know, I did that too. You know, widespread to dead to fish. Oh, but. if he's into twiddle, then fuck Weldy's party. <laughs> Seriously, like if he's into twiddle, like I'm not even going to well, prep that party. Now nobody's going to listen to the podcast. Uh, twiddle fans, ex- <laughs> yeah, we lost twiddle all fans the twiddle exclusively fans. Are, comprise our fan base. You control Weldy. You can make him not listen to garbage music. Hey, no, listen. Weldy's I don't control. Person. And these are just people in the universe, man. I just channel them, man. I don't. <laughs> are you channeling Weldy right now? These are just people in the universe, man. Well, you know, you know who faced the music last week was Olaraja. That old bitch. Your <laughs> old skinny yeah. leg bitch. <laughs> 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 y'all, y'all, y'all defeated him. Um, it was a harrowing combat, though, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, not because uh, he was yeah. particularly a jerk or anything, but because of that freaking the trap. Trap, yeah, absolutely yeah. wrecked. The trap was mm-hmm. brutal. Mm-hmm. Brought you weak. Brought you down. And then he had the desk of immense cover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> fuck that desk and fuck his magic missiles. Well, from my experience in Starfinder, like fuck all desks. <laughs> Desk are your bane for sure. Desk and um, bad. So, and maybe you can tell that story to the group here in a bit in some downtime. Okay. So, a couple things happened when Olorasha died. First of all, you guys all leveled up. Right. Yeah, yo. Right. Um, so, I think let's talk about that before we get into kind of. Searching the office, right? Um, who wants to go first? And, when I, and I just want you to tell me your kind of main thing that you got in level two. Well, you know, we don't need to. We don't need to know what your base attack bonus, all that crap. Just what, what's <laughs> what's what's your feature you got? Well, mine's pretty easy. All right, uh, I took bodyguard, which I thought. Hey, what are you? What is your class? Uh, Vesk. No, nope. <laughs> not your race. Uh, I'm I'm a I soldier. Like I'm a, I'm a mercenary so- soldier. Hmm. Okay, and you took a combat feat. Which combat feat? Did I you took say? bodyguard because I literally own a protection agency. Sweet. What does that do? So if somebody's next to me and gets attacked, I can add a plus two to all their ACs. Dude, that's oh, awesome. As a reaction. A, but you take a minus two. Right? I take minus two to my AC. Yeah. Right, so you kind of get in the way a little bit. Yes, that's that's pretty pretty sweet. Uh, very on brand for Mike. A good choice. I'm going to give you an inspiration. Oh hell yeah, uh, Josh. What'd you take? What class are you? So I am uh, a cyberborn mechanic. Okay, and I ended up taking uh, it's called overcharge, and it basically makes it to where I can power up whatever weapon, whatever ranged energy weapon, or a powered melee weapon. To do extra damage when it hits, but it uses three times as much ammunition to do that. Oh wow! But yeah. it's like a huge hit. Yeah, I mean, it, it basically it adds an extra one d six if it hits, and okay. I can do it as as many times as I want. Um, 
then is yeah, standard action to do that. Uh, it is actually a yeah, it's a it is a standard action, and it lasts for one attack, and the attack is actually like built into it. So basically, I, I do overcharge and swing or shoot at the same time, and oh, does the extra okay. damage. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's so cool. it's not like I build it up and then have to use it next turn. You can take an inspiration too, man. Oh boy. Uh, Zach, what'd you take? You are a uh, Star Shaman Mystic. Star Shaman Mystic, right? One of mm. like twenty something Mystic. I think specs. that's actually one of our bigger reveals here. I think maybe we figured out you're a Mystic, but certainly we didn't know what was going on with you. What what your connection was, right? And, yeah, and you know, some of the classes have more specific subclasses than others. Um, and Mystic certainly is one where there's, as you said, what is there like twelve or there's something? There's a lot. Like that? I don't, I don't yeah. know how many, but they keep on adding more. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, definitely. I mean, the sky's uh, the limit. But you're star shaman. I'm a star shaman. Yes. Okay. What'd you take? What'd you get? Uh, it's not really that. I, I, I guess like you could say I took another spell. I got a new okay. cantrip and I got a new spell. Okay. Um, uh, took detect affliction, uh, as a cantrip. Which is just lets you identify uh, if your party members are afflicted with any kind of illnesses and what okay. that illness is. Uh, and then for a spell, I took Seeking Shot, which seems really interesting. Uh, okay. Basically, well, oh yeah, do you want uh, me to tell you what it does? I was going to say, like, I, I know what it does, and I think that one will be more fun. Okay. To, right. to reveal when it, when it happens, I also you know? um I also got I like keeping mystery around. Yeah, your something that all mystics reason. get at level two is mind link, which is really cool. You can basically form a telepathic bond with someone. Uh, it's touch range, though. You know what I mean. You gotta okay. you gotta put your hands on. You gotta put these hands on. <laughs> uh, okay, good, good. You can also take an inspiration. All right, uh, Ziva. I you are a Solarian, right? <laughs> That's what I thought it was. Uh, oh, you're not talking to me now because I hate it on your band. I'm, I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about the response <laughs> that you are even worthy of. Anyways, I was, I was like, "Damn, she's like really not going to talk the rest of the podcast." <laughs> no, I'm. I am uh, I'm a grown up and a professional. So <laughs> Ziva uh took a new um uh, shock shock. Uh Ziva is an envoy, an icon. Mm. So I was wondering there's yeah. such a mystery. Mm-hmm. As such, she took a new envoy improvisation, uh just called Dispiriting Taunt. Uh essentially I it's can a shit talk. It's, fr- it's a shit further talk. shit talking. That's great. 100% shit talking. Um, but the cool thing about this particular shit talking is if I fail, the enemy is off target. But if I succeed, the enemy is shaken until the end of my next turn. Well, that's big. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah that's nice. That's good. You can take an inspiration too, Emily. Thanks. <laughs> you don't get <laughs> um and then there's xeno 5 yeah so xeno 5 is an android technomancer and mm-hmm. level two uh got an extra spell got an extra cantrip did a little bit of spell swapping and the class feature magic hack 
Ooh, what'd you take for your magic so, hack? So for my magic hack, and I guess I'll reveal that one, uh, is going to be that once per day as a move action, I can use a battery or a weapon's power cell to power your uh, spell casting, enabling me to cast one spell that I know without using a spell slot. That is sick. Uh, ooh, that's cool. so good. That's so good. Yeah. Because so you can basically buy so charges for your spells. You know yeah. what's really cool about that is I just picked up like eight batteries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but like in game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Actually, but I mean, I really like funny. that thematically it works because, you know, Android, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's awesome. Yeah, it's tech. Yeah, it's a good yeah. pick. You get an inspiration too. Well, thank you. Hey, so before we move on, I made a boo-boo. Uh, I said mercenary soldier. That's his background. I'm actually an armor storm, just for clarification. Armor storm. Oh, yeah, I did the same okay. thing. And what is, is my armor theme, storm? But armor storms basically like they. The big deal offensively is they have the power gauntlet. You know, the, that's the thing that's been wrecking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But also they're they're very armor uh, dependent, and their armor can actually exceed like modification capacities of other armors of its level. By being an armor storm, like later on. Okay, nice. that's so, pretty good. But you, yeah, you, you use your armor as a weapon is kind of the philosophy. Okay, yeah, that's it's pretty sweet. And what did you say, Josh? That uh, I said that the cyberborn was my theme or like my background. Mm-hmm. Um, mechanic is just a mechanic, but you get to choose between having a drone or an exocortex. Uh, drone being like an external machine, help you fight, do stuff, whatever. Exocortex is, you know, an implant or like an augmentation mm-hmm. that doesn't count as an augmentation per the rules. It's just right. a like computer built into you or yeah. could be a handheld item, but I've got it built into like the base of my uh, like spinal cord. Do you? Nice. That's, yeah. what's, that's yeah. super cool. What's funny is the first character I ever made for Starfinder that I scrapped was a mechanic, a little Yosoki mechanic, and he was going to have a drone and it was going to be a fucking monster truck. <laughs> and that would have been so cool yeah. we had a lot of fun making that character but it just didn't make the muster you couldn't take him seriously like at all yeah well he was a he was a, you said he was a yosoki right well he was a yosoki he was an android who was fashioned to look like a yosoki oh right <laughs> i had a lot i had a lot going on yeah, yeah man. that's a deep yeah. rabbit hole there yeah, really. yeah. got layers um okay well I think it's time to get back into the story here. What do y'all think? Let's get it. Let's get it. That's what we're here for. Okay, so let's talk about what old Raja had on him. He has a tactical dueling sword, uh, which is a D6 slashing damage weapon. He also has a static arc pistol. Um, <clears throat> you know, kind of your basic weapons, but if you guys want to pick those up, you can. Um, that's all he has on him, but on his desk, you see that he has his computer still pulled open with him logged in. Fell is all over that. Okay. Clickety clack. Um, on it. there's also two batteries nope. with actual full charges because he never fired his weapon. Uh, I'll like grab those and then toss them to Zeno and be like, "Hey, I've already got eight, right?" You have eight batteries. Yeah, 
Well, well, you guys found quite a few in the storage room in here. Plus, you got right, some. Right, I didn't know about that. That was elf in a little armory. Um, yeah, yeah, I found you a lifetime supply. Well, well <laughs> I'd also like to distribute some amongst the crew. Seems prudent. Has well, anybody use? Does anyone use laser uh, or rifles or pistols? I mean, I do, but you know, I. This entire time, I hadn't had to re- reload once, but you know, now I can overcharge stuff. I might need one. Well, we can we can handle three extra. Always we can handle the dis- the distribution, like you know, off air. Right? Yeah. Of that. Yeah. You know <laughs> what I mean? Sense. Like, makes sense. We don't yeah. necessarily need to go this is through excellent all radio, that. you guys. Really <laughs> roading. I was they valiantly me. charged into that RP though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I appreciate you trying to RP handing out batteries, but I think we're gonna move on. Um, what's on them? What's on that computer? Yeah. Okay. So. So there's quite a lot. There is quite a lot of information here. John, if you'd like to take notes, you can. But please mute so we don't hear your clackety clacks. One moment. I don't want to hear the inner gears of Zeno going, you know, as he's like filing all this information. You're ruining my immersion. (laughs) You are ruining my immersion. Oh, you and I are at odds tonight, Emily. I'm so just disappointed. (laughs) Stop. Don't be disappointed. Just have better taste. All right, whenever you're ready. <laughs> now, I say that. I haven't even heard the music. I'm sure it's good. It's it's a uh, whatever, wherever they're from. It's Evanescence from there. Basically. Oh, uh, you can shut right the fuck on up. I, just, I am I said, just oh. going to quit. Oh, man. <laughs> Moving That's, on. Yeah. Okay. So on the computer. Can't wake up. He, uh, like the, the background is like Evanescence, like... Album I, art, you know. I quit. I quit. Rage quit. <laughs> Amy Lee just in a floating dress. Yeah. Emily is walking away from her mic. She is jumping out the window. She, at least, yeah, I was about to say, at least she's not like falling off a building. I'm, no, she I'm, is. I'm, I'm straight, is. straight up about to f- top off my drink because this is just getting this bullshit. <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Can I start typing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You should type about... No, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here's what's on the computer, okay? So there's a lot. So bear with me as we go through this. So the identity that's currently logged into the computer is the Master of Arms, Olaraja, who is a member of the Imperial Fleet. And you're getting this just as you're reading through various communication, emails, and reports, and all this kind of stuff. So this isn't all like just bullet-pointed on one Word document on there. This over the course of 10 minutes, you're kind of perusing through just filing filing it you know you know getting all this information um so he is a member of the imperial fleet where and he is currently working on a temporary basis for lieutenant sharu who is a member of the aeon guard so you guys can roll a culture check if you would like yep yep let's let's do do that okay Listen, one thing you learn playing RPGs is if the module wants you to roll a culture check, roll a culture check. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, get uh, as much information as you can. Do you want to roll a culture check? No, I'm not. No, I'm not you know what? To. I just don't need to know the story, really. Like, Holy just let me, shit. That's a, that's a 32. Ziva with that roll. That, yeah, wow. Ziva, Ziva Rajni with 32. 
And on her also, own. technically, I could add uh, addition, but I'm not because <laughs> I mean, of my... because the nat twenty is not enough. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's fine. I mean, DC's thirty-seven. I don't know. <laughs> No, okay, so the TC was 16, so you doubled it uh, with your roll. So a few of you pieced together that um, the Imperial Fleet and the Aeon Guard are two separate branches of the Azlanti Star Empire military, and that the Aeon Guard is like the um the SS, elite the waffen yeah, ss huh? yeah yeah they're they are definitely the elite forces so you have not fought any of the aeon guard you have only fought some um imperial cadets scum. <laughs> imperial <laughs> scum um you also learn that the aslanti have come to this planet because a crashed probe relayed the location of an ancient aeon stone technology an Aslanti named, and this is important, Zolon Ulivestra hmm. ordered Olaraja's vessel, the Berazad, to investigate the source of this probe, or what the probe found. The reports often refer to Zolon Ulivestra as a Sardat. And I'm going to roll over those culture checks. A Sardat is a sort of noble title for Aslanti. So this was like a noble uh, Zolan was. The Barazad is an Imperial fleet vessel that happened to be transporting Lieutenant, Char Lieutenant Saru and the Aeon Guard cadets under her watch. The Barazad is currently off mapping the rest of the Nakanda system and will return for reply, resupply shortly. The Aslanti were surprised to find a small Pact Worlds colony already on the Condus, and Lieutenant Sharu commandeered the expedition, and she and her cadets successfully subdued the colony and established a presence in Madeline's, land Madeline's Landing. Sarda Zolan Ulivestra believes that the strange readings are from a lost starship called the Royal Venture. Mm. The personal vessel of a pre-Gap Aslanti noble, the Royal Venture, carried an experimental technomagical device called a rune drive that would allow interstellar flight without the use of the drift. Scans conducted after victory over Madeline's landing revealed that these theories were correct. Investigation uncovered that an android colonist had already entered the Royal Venture crash site and stolen the rune drive. The android and the rune drive were both picked up by a fast courier vessel called the Silver Needle and were returned to the Aslanti Star Empire only a short time ago. Ugh. Poop. Lieutenant Sharu arranged for this transfer, but the destination isn't listed on this computer. The android shared some information about the rune drive with the other colonists, the now prisoners in the garrison, but questioning has revealed that none of them entered the Royal Venture except for Madeline, but they were captured right at that time. So they were captured almost immediately after that transmission you saw between Madeline and Sedona. Um, and, but none of them have anything more than passing knowledge about the rune drive. Basically, they just know that it was there. You know, they don't know how to operate it, what it means, or anything like that. Lieutenant Sharu wants these colonists killed. The Master at Arms, Olaraja, has been putting this off to arrange for public executions in order to keep in order to keep the rest of the settlement in line. 
In the meantime, Olorasha has been keeping these colonists in the brig, which are in the room right next to you. Lieutenant Sharu took a group of senior cadets in training for the Aeon Guard with her to the Royal Ventures crash site to see whether she can recover any additional information. Olaraja wasn't sure when to expect Lieutenant Saru to return. And then you also see a option to turn the electricity off on the jail cell. Well, that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah, we do that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Flip. That's a trap. We yeah. have to... Everybody roll uh, 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 Go out to the cell and everyone's dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah, that's uh, that's the inf- that's most the lot info information. Dump. Yeah, that's a lot. I mean, does fail... Yeah. Does Phil like just like tell us all of this information? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, I as, as that he's that... as he's like clickety clacking away, just like yeah. oh my god, it was you know. Yeah, it's, blah, blah, blah. I'm gonna have to like go over that after the episode a couple of yeah. times. Yeah, yeah, to be it's honest, it's a lot of info. It's a lot of info. Yeah. Um, juicy, I'll go ahead and say the things info. that Oren's interested in are, uh, from top to bottom are Rune Drive, um, you know, pre-gap Rune Drive, like a non-drift way of FTL yes. travel. Yeah, well, Orin yeah. wants to investigate this ship post-haste. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, absolutely. The, the rune drive and Sedona, I'm assuming and then Sedona the android, being they were taken, taken back to the Aslanti Star Empire, which is like, yeah. you know, yeah. who knows where. Could be anywhere. At least a minute away. <laughs> At least. <laughs> a so, I mean, so, I mean, upon hearing about Sedona and all that, like, I mean, that's gonna be, I'm not trying to RP it right now, but that's what Mike's concern is going to be at Sedona. Well, no, RP it. I mean, you guys are in this room kind of getting, you know, these revelations hitting, you know. Oren just... Is, is, is know, contemplative. Is, is, is yeah. you know, internally thinking about all this. Is not going to be... Sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So, Leva is on board with Mike. So. Well, I mean, you know, Mike pipes up. So if Sedona's been taken, we've got to, we've got to get Sedona back. She Indeed. hired us for this job. I mean, just in, you know, the air of professionalism, we need to do that. But she also means something to some of us, at least, right? Well, I mean, yeah, of course. We don't know where Sedona's at, though. That's the problem. I'm, I'm just addressing the issue of priorities, not you know, planning. Well, I think we need to investigate the venture. Yeah, I mean, I'm I mean, with that. That, that sounds, sounds the like the, the best yes. thing we could do right now. And there might be some Aslanti bastards there. Seems like there will. And if I can, Yeah, that map earlier had, had a big blob of green where it is, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there's some of them there. Yeah, but well, good if, luck if getting it, any answers. Well, if it leads me to killing more Aslanti, I'm down. Well, before we start charging off into the jungle, um, perhaps we can um, speak a little bit more and release these uh, prisoners. Um, and we've already turned the switch, yes? Like, we've yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've all already kind of fled. They're gone. You feel like the, your hairs that were kind of like standing up with the charged electricity just kind of go back down flat. Cool, cool. 
Uh, anything else in here of note, gentlemen? Otherwise, I mean, I'm gonna grab perception. that sword and gun for somebody. Okay. Uh, and the two batteries. He well, Z Zeno got the two batteries. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. I'd also like cool. to get uh, download all the files off of it. All right. Yeah. So you just like <laughs> yeah, through my little computer. Good sound effect. Right? Yeah, that, yeah, that was, was actually some solid forward so, work. So, like, legit, if Mike picks up a sword and a pistol, he's now got two pistols and a sword and his power gauntlet and a cannon and a rifle and, and a and a survival knife and eight and batteries. He can carry that much? Can you, yeah. yeah. Like, what's yes. your bulk situation like? My no, it's pretty. It's pretty. It's no, I've been, I've been, I've been keeping up with my bulk, and I'm right. I'm right under my limit. <laughs> we'll, we'll see when we add all that stuff to the inventory uh, but in any case yeah you're 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 loaded out for sure you know like you're, it's like one of those uh, montages where like somebody's getting ready and they're like clipping their belt and they're pulling up their boots and putting a gun in <laughs> yeah. the boot and like yeah, slinging yeah. a bandolier over yeah here. I mean I've got like multiple weapons <laughs> eyeshadow right about. underneath the eyes it's like it's like a football movie now uh, yes. But no, I mean, he's got, like, fucking uh, batteries, like, pop popping out of his, like, collar and stuff like that, where he just had to jam them, you know? He's just, like, holding one battery in his teeth, like... <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a cigar on him, so. that, is, that sounds Don't acidic. Nobody told money. him not to put tongue on batteries. <laughs> Alright, so, yeah. Um, you go out, and the prisoners are all kind of just, like, look at you with immense gratitude. And relief, um, and Madeline himself kind of steps up to the door and gently touches it, sees that he doesn't get electrocuted, and opens it. And he extends his hand to. I mean, who's who's going to lead this? Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go up. I'm, I'm gonna try and get up in there. Um, uh, yeah. So, hey, my, my name is Madeline. What's your name? Oh, I, I, it's oh. time for a long introduction. <laughs> a long. <laughs> Introduction oh from Zeva. <laughs> um, yeah, um, my name is Madeline. Who, uh, who are you? I, who can I thank for saving us? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, I am Nariko Zivarashni. I am Madam of the Pools of Paradise on uh, Abyssalam Station. I am also the uh, captain of the Epoch Tracer and uh, your uh, best friend. But please, uh, call me Ziva. And she just kind of smiles charmingly and sort of looks over the rest of the uh, prisoners, or mm -hmm. now released prisoners. Just, mm -hmm. um, come, please, let's be away from this place. Uh, he's, he like looks over his shoulder, nods to them, and they all start filing out. He says, I, as you can imagine, I'm a bit weary. I am going to go to my home, clean myself up get something to eat. I would ask that you come see me in the morning. Absolutely. Um, also, just so you know, I, these Aslanti bastards, uh, they broke into your house and made quite a mess, so I, uh, you know, it's just so you know, just to be prepared. Yeah, I, I, figured, I figured as much. As absolutely was only the Aslanti, yes. <laughs> um, well, I can't wait to get back onto my data pad. I had a really good game of solitaire going. I almost, <laughs> I was almost going to win. And oh yes, our data pads are so important. Let me they? show you yes. mahjong. 
No. <laughs> I thought you, you said, said my joke. Yeah. And I just uh, didn't know what to do no, with that. Uh, remember that you guys have his daughter. Yes, no, plan. yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she knows, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, he says, uh, in the meantime, I right, here, take this to a Breta. And he, like, pulls out, like, a little, you know, piece of paper or, like, a little piece of cloth. He kind of rips it off of his garment and then you see him just kind of like wave his hand over it and a little symbol kind of magically appears in the in the um on his fabric and Aaron gets uh, a boner he says yeah yeah i mean you re- you definitely recognize this Aaron as, as what? a mystic as a, like a mystic thing it's basically a token spell effect okay it's, he's just kind of Putting his particular signature on it. Mm-hmm. His, 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 ma- his magical Harko stamp, basically. Is right, what's going and on. he says, "Give this to Abretta, and she will. She and Ludvar will make any adjustments to your starship that you see fit. We will take care of that, and you can upgrade your ship." Wonderful. Thank you very much, Madeline. And in fact. You all look like you could uh, use a proper meal. Uh, we have brought supplies. That is actually what brought us here. So we'll uh, remove that from the ship and, and bring them to you. Yes. Uh, there's a boy here that him and his friends, I think, would be quite helpful in helping you unload your ship. Uh, could you possibly name... mean M- Weldy? <laughs> yes, uh, you've met him. Yes, we have had the... Um, pleasure <laughs> that's one way to say it <laughs> well he's a good lad he's just uh he he can be a bit spacey obnoxious heavy all of these terms <laughs> I don't see words. it I don't see uh, it at all uh but yes he needs something to do with his life he, and I think he would feel he's he's wanted to be a part of the resistance but he was too young so I let's give him something to do Wonderful. This is uh, perfect for him, yes. Um, well, uh, before kind of like she sort of ushers them and down the hall. Go ahead. I was going to say, I feel like we should describe Madeline because we haven't. He's a Lushunta, but he has a big Burt Reynolds mustache. Oh, you I know, thought you were like, going to say he's a landing. But, stylish. Right. Is he a short Lushunta or a tall Lushunta? There's like two variants, So he's right? one of the short ones. Right. Um, Most you know, males are the short ones. It's hard to make out his face because he's full of bruises and stuff where mm-hmm. the Aslanti have been beating him. But he has like, his antenna are very long, mm. you know, very defined. Um, Is that like a marker of age? Mm, I think he's just tapped into his psychic abilities, his mysticism. And, and that's developed more than his muscles, mm-hmm. so to speak. You know, he's flexed those more often. Um, and he has a very short haircut that are kind of, it's almost in cornrows to some degree. Like, you know, I'm, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it is what it is. I, he, he pulls it off for what it's worth. <laughs> uh, but it's like very tight braids all the way down, you know, in, in rows. Bruh, and, it was like 319 AG, like cornrows are fine. Um, and he's got dark brown hair and as I said this big bushy mustache um, and he does look very weary and beaten up and he says yes sir please come by and see me in the morning and we we will talk more absolutely Uh, in the the meantime well once I get my data pad I will transfer the credits due to you 
for oh. uh, d- for delivering these these goods to our little colony here. Hmm. Actually, curious enough, when we were uh, you know destroying and dispatching with all of these um, Aslanti bastards, uh, I did happen to come upon a data pad. Does this look familiar? And I pull out his <laughs> data pad. <laughs> Uh, like I'm so tempted to make you roll a bluff check. Do uh, it. Like, why, why not? Do it. Why, why not? Yeah, right, let's rolls. Do it. I think, I think she's story. probably got it. She's don't, probably don't got it. Tell she him how to run his game. If he didn't want to do it, he that's, could that's not good. do it. Twenty. 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 That's a bad roll for you, right? It is. Not, it's not it's right. Not There's like a nine on the die. It is you know? a nine on the die. Just, just to keep that in focus, it was a nine on the die, and she rolled it. Ended up with a twenty. Yeah, so, she's a good liar. She can lie her <laughs> ass off. Yeah. yeah. Um, he says, "Oh my, my data pad," and he like pulls it open and he like looks. He's like, "Oh my game, it's still here." <laughs> um, he says, "No, no, here, here is four thousand credits," and he like sends it to your to your little cred stick. Oh my goodness, this is so generous. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yes, and he says, well, I, I, She just kind of winks over her shoulder at the, at the yeah. guy. <laughs> thank, thank you for retrieving my data pad from these horrible s- soldiers. I, I, I came here looking for peace. You know, this my uh, we, we came, all of us were here to get away from our, our lives of adventure and in danger. Well, you, and you won't find no peace round the Islanti, mate. Uh, you're, you're telling me. <laughs> uh, you look, several of you look pretty beat up yourself. Uh, in the morning, I will be able to take care of your wounds. Right. Thank you, well, Madeline. That's... Thank you for that. Uh, before we go, uh, it was a pleasure rescuing you. I'm Titanium Mike. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Oh, it's a pleasure to meet you, Mike. So what, he has like no yeah, recognition. Well, he always like pauses to see if they recognize. <laughs> him. Yeah. And if they don't, it's fine. But he's like, all right, we'll, we'll see yeah. you tomorrow. Madeline is not a sports guy for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Just his need in- to make sure. Yeah. His antenna are not programmed for the boxing yeah. network. I mean, he so. still was nice and introduced himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he just nods at the rest of you, you know. Yeah, I mean, Oren is just going to nod back. He's. And then you guys all make your way out of this garrison. As we are leaving, though, um, I'm going to ask uh, Zeno or Phil, uh, Phil um, do you think perhaps you can take a um, take a go at erasing some of that information that they have on us? Yeah, I was actually going to do that. Oh, anyway, that's beautiful. So, uh, I'd like to aid on that. Response. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'll get right on it. Yeah. And uh, goes back to that staging area on the Fall west on side him. of the garrison, and pulls up the information, dumps it all to his own, uh, you know, personal like little computer memory module, whatever, in his exocortex, and then goes through and deletes everything he can find. Like, yeah, just, just wipes to, it. Wipe, yes. wipes the entire system. Yeah, it comes up, you know, are you sure? <laughs> this will permanently delete all files. Reformat yes. that hard drive. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Put and, Windows uh, 7 it, back on that bitch. It, yeah, <laughs> just goes, and it just like goes to a straight like blank console. Nice. UI, you know. Uh, so you're back on the Madeline's Landing lap, map. Um, is there, where do you, you're back is there anything, on Madeline's anywhere you want to go? Yes. <laughs> well, uh, on the way, yeah. I'd like for us to stop by Weldy's and be like, "Go get the stuff off the ship." <laughs> Here are the keys. Don't don't right, don't so run you, away. You you knock on the door. I, 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 we can discuss that, or we can 
yeah, like, you know, he knocks and he opens. He's like, oh, hey, uh, you're back. What's going on? Do we need to kill more Aslanti or what's happening? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Yeah. Suit up. Come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> you're going to the front lines. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I just like, as I said, you don't know me, dude. And he's like, oh. I got like, I got like. Orin cast you know, hacky days. Sack Orin makes cast me, days like, on Will. Kick. <laughs> Or, yeah, I'm, I'm serious, I'm casting days. He's already dazed. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he just goes, uh, What? Oh, man, that's some like, Guys, that shit really That's some primo me. shit. Yeah, like, I just, like... He's gonna get addicted to days. Like, like, he take, he's, like, he's like, he's like, hey, man, I can't, I can't smoke anymore. You guys want any? <laughs> or funny um, is that is, we need him to focus. Well, it's only for a round. Oh. You know, yeah. Right. I, still, I still, like... It's a flavor days. I still, flavor no, days. no, but in response to the flavor days, I come around the captain and just grab him by the shoulders and shake the shit out of him. <laughs> Wake up! <laughs> what? Uh, uh, all right, all right. Look, so what, we, what's going on? We need on? you to put you back into some work for the cause. Right, mate? He's, yo, he's like... For real? Yes. For real, dude? Yes. And he's like, he starts like rubbing his face like, Whoa, Mom, I'm going to get to do some work, Mom. <laughs> and you hear from the back saying like, What? What are you talking about, Weldy? Who's here? He's, he's going to come. Look, we need to go talk to your mom, but you're going to come help me unload uh, the cargo from our ship. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, uh, all right. This uh, not important enough for to you call. to feed no, no, the colony? No, 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 man. Don't do. I'll totally do that. Like I get to go with Titanium Mike. Like he's just yeah, yes, yes, yes. I will do this. Absolutely. Man. And while you're at it, and he pulls the sword <laughs> off of his belt and hands it to him, it's like what? I need you to put that somewhere safe. What? And he like and like he takes that sword with like total reverence. Don't cut you know? yourself, Weldy. No, no. Uh, t- thank you. Like. Nobody takes me seriously around here. Like, for real, this is... Thank thank you, Mike. Thank you, Mr. Mike. I'll I'll, I'll help you for for sure, man. Like, for sure. And, like, he goes and, like, he goes and puts puts the sword in his room and, like, he, like, clears off his desk. (laughs) He throws all the bongs off. Bunch of empty Fago bongs. He's, he's, like, pretty gingerly (laughs) moves, like... The future bong off of his desk, but like he like all the roaches and shake. He's not even worried about. It. He just cleans the space, puts it on there, like and just looks at it. He's just kind of, <sighs> um, you know, overwhelmed a little bit. All right, well, um, go wash your face, though. We got work to do. All right, and then Corsica. That was a real wholesome moment. Yeah. That was. That was yeah. nice. I gotta maintain the tough love of Weldy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corsica. Uh, assume Z- Ziva, you want to tell her what's up? Yeah. Um, so we just kind of go back in and check on her. Is she still super busted up? Is there? Um, um I mean, you guys could do medicine checks on her now. Yeah, for get sure. Some actual heals yeah. off on her. So we'll go back and we'll say um, we have cleared out the uh, garrison, and um, as such, I think we can now. We, have, we can lose the precautions of keeping you in this guise of... You cleared the garrison? They're all... They're done? Yes, they're all, they're all gone. And uh, Madeline is gone back to uh, his uh, house. Everyone has been freed. And uh, well, he is... Uh, Madeline's... What about Sedona? 
And uh, Ziva just kind of looks <clears throat> down a little bit and uh, she says, um, Sidona was not among the prisoners, but we are we are working on a um, plan to retrieve her. So. And you see, you know, you see her kind of just like kind of falter yeah fall, fall a little but she's she's also very thrilled that madeline has been rescued and everybody else mm-hmm. um so and we kind of tell her like um we're also recruiting weldy to help us to um unload the ship uh that that's that'll that's good that'll that'll build character for him <laughs> Um, so who, if you guys want to try to heal her with just med checks, each of you can do it once. It's, you have to have a rank in medicine now to do it. this looks like a job for me. <laughs> 25 is the DC you got to hit. I, can we I aid? aid? Yeah. Yes, you can aid, okay. but then you can't roll your own medicine ah. check. I'm going to roll to aid. What'd you say the DC was? 25. 25. Yeah, it's not going to be enough, I don't think. Nope. I mean, even all of you did is aid, but it's not enough to get up there. I mean, I I will just use Mystic Cure on her. Okay, yeah, yeah, no doubt. Uh, I mean, not is it Mystic Cure? Healing Touch, excuse me. Healing Touch. Yeah, so, I mean... <clears throat> you you heal her up for ten. Ten. Um, and, and, yeah, and so... You, you try to just kind of put some band-aids on her, like... You know, but then you're just kind of consumed with with your connection to the stars, and you're like, you know, whatever. And you put your hands on it, and you guys see like solar energy just start pulsating off of Oren, and it just channels through his arms, and he just and and you see like all her her legs snaps into place, and is like. And not broken anymore. You see her ribs re-knit themselves into place. You see her bruise swell go down as he's just like putting all his energy into her and, and you just see like relief come over her face as you heal Corsica pretty much completely with with 10. You know, like that's a pretty big big heal. Uh, she's a level one soldier, so. it's awesome. That really takes nice it job. out of you. Mm-hmm. You did a very, very good job, Oran. Korska, mm. you feel much better, yes? I do, and she, like, gets up out of bed, and she, like, stands and, like, stretches. She's like, oh, wow, yes, thank, thank you. I, nah, I don't haven't felt this good in quite some time. Glad to hear it. Uh, can I assist you in unloading the goods as well? And and Weldy hears this. He's like, "No, mom. Like, let, I want to do this. Like, don't, come on." Like, and she's like, "Fine, fine. I'll I tell you what. I'll set up a receiving area in our storage unit. And I'll start cataloging it. How's that sound?" Wonderful. So we're not gonna really just give this kid the keys to the to no. the tracer. No, Mike's, Mike's, Mike's going, going, with, going with me, right? Mike, Mike's gonna go with. You're gonna give me the keys, though. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Oren like (sighs) hesitantly gives Mike the key. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I be careful. I clap him on the shoulder. You know. I think having heard Metal and mention earlier about uh, 
potentially upgrading the ship, Fel's going to go with them and start poking around and seeing like, oh man, we need to change this. We should put that there. This needs to go yeah, over that, here. We can get this thing going on there. Like, you know. That'll probably make Orin feel better too. That Fel's going going on the ship trip because you know like yeah a little bit a little bit are, i mean yeah, he's, he's, he's not about to move cargo but he's he's gonna basically <laughs> walking around he, with a notepad he would much more readily hand the key to fell than he would to anybody anybody else <laughs> really you know, like in, he's in like fact, about to yeah, hand no, it to no, mike no, and then, really? and then no, like, like i'm gonna go and he's like uh no and he like moves it over and gives <laughs> it to <Phil. laughs> okay Aron loses 15 rep with Titanium. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to get him a gift or something. Zeno is gonna go uh, with them uh, since he he needs to retrieve something from there. He says no and hands the key to Zeno. (laughs) (laughs) I just come over there and take it before you even grab it. Double down on being a dickhole. Well, well, hold on. It's just that Fell and Oren know each other, and they were specifically tasked with yeah. like maintaining it's, the ship. Yeah. It, for you all intents like, and purposes, this is our ship. You know what I mean? It's Sedona's ship. But let's not make no yeah. mistake about what this is. It's a it's a slight. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, dude. Oh my um. God. So yeah, I don't think everybody's going to this ship, no. right? Oren's no. uh, not going. Ziva's not going. That's it does it. look like. The rest of the crew is going to go for various reasons to the ship. Before everybody splits off, um, Ziva kind of pulls Weldy aside and uh, kind of describes her various luggage uh, chests or um, um, containers. And she says, you are not to touch these. Do you understand? Mike is the only one who is uh, allowed to handle these. Um, these are very important, very, very valuable Um do you understand, Veldi? I don't want uh, to have any kind of issue. Uh, yeah, no, I get it. Like, everybody's got their, like, personal space, man. I, I, I'm i not trying to get in your stash. Good on it's you. It's all good. Thank yeah, you. Thank I, you. And then kind of look at Mike and be like, will you please, like, get my stuff? Yeah, <laughs> I nod at you. And you gain 15 <laughs> reputation with Titanium Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it's just in the top right corner of your HUD. Yep. Just, you know. Uh, okay, so everybody's gonna go. What? So if they're going to the ship, what are you? What is Oren and Ziva gonna do for the rest of the day? Because this is gonna take the rest of the day. You guys are all gonna meet back up to get your sleep at Abreda's, I guess. You know. Uh, but what are you guys doing for the rest of the day? Oh, I mean, I was gonna go to Abreda's and go mm-hmm, ahead and yeah. get with Ludvar and them and sort of start. So, so maybe you guys are kind of just making a circuit around the colony, letting yeah. them know that you've you've everything's cool. cleared the garrison. Yeah, Three p.m. And, that, and all is well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, so you guys do that. The rest of you go to the ship. You get the gear. You get your stuff. Zeno picks up whatever he's picking up. Yeah, I'm just my, directing my Weldy to computer. pick up. <laughs> yeah, I'm, wait. What? I'm just directing Weldy to pick up certain stuff like I'm, I'm in charge of Weldy <laughs> okay yeah you got Weldy and Weldy's just super excited and he's got a couple friends with him you know like he's got what kind of his names? little posse um, you got Trevor and you got Dave um, nah man something exotic Dave's not here man well Tre- Trevor <laughs> Trevor is another human but there's a Shireen um, Shireen that goes yeah how do I always do that is his name Ed because you were, no. you were, you were traumatized. 
I was. I was traumatized by Game of Thrones. Um, no, so let's come up with a good sharing name. It's like Zickle. Zickle. I like Zickle. it. I like you can it. call him Zickle Z, the Pickle. Zickle's. Hey, man, how'd you know his nickname, man? Because he's like green like, and look, He looks like a pickle. <laughs> uh, and like, uh, but he's like super nerdy. You Aww. know, like the Sharon uh, Zickle, like he's like their nerd buddy. Is he maybe like um, also into sports? Like, st- like no, a stats that, that would be. No, that would be That's the other Trevor. dude. Tra- Trevor? Trevor's kind of like Trevor's kind of like their like pseudo John. Yeah, so so yeah, we're like, we're having a whole like me feeling him out thing, and then me figuring out you know fucking Trevor. He's like trying to play it cool. You like know that he recognizes you. But we're talking about you old know, boxing matches and shit. But he's like trying to play it cool, you know? Like he's definitely the cool guy mm-hmm. of the group. He's Trevor. I mean, it's Trevor. Yeah. You know? <laughs> T-Dog. Um, yeah, T-Dog. T-Dog. Um, <laughs> which is what I so start like, calling him. <laughs> so but he tries to play it cool, but by, by the end of it, I think you've made pretty good friends with this little group of teenagers here, you know? Like they certainly all respect you. Um, and like, I, I, I feel like at some point, like you, uh, you gave a load that was a little bit too heavy to Z, to Z, uh, Zickle Pickle. Zickle Pickle. <laughs> Zickle the Pickle. Um, and he like, he like, <laughs> Um, and you're like, oh, uh, sorry. And you like, from then on, kind of gave him the lighter loads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I like got that one you know, for him and gave him like a box of pillows. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Um, for y'all's part, for Ziva and Oren, everybody is just full of gratitude and and thanks. Or, you know, Oren is and, like and is so peace. uncomfortable. Just, I love it. it's yeah. the opposite ends of the spectrum. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, like maybe you're learning a little something from Ziva. Maybe you're not. I don't know. But in any case, like everybody is, you can see a little bit of ease. But the, you know, they're still they know that there's still Aslanti out there because mm-hmm. you know that's what they the, do. The lieutenant, the lieutenant isn't isn't here yeah. you know there's well there's still Atlanti on, on this planet but everybody meets back up at Abretta's and you see Abretta there still kind of tending to Jellic but he's you know he's up and about he's just kind of walking a little slow and she's like I can't believe y'all got rid of them fucking Aslanti no more Aslanti in my fucking yard is there fuck you Aslanti she's just like yelling it out out her front door like fuck you well, all of y'all can just go straight to fucking hell we got Sedona's fucking crew up in here wrecking y'all's ass wrecking sorry I'm just a little excited I can't I, and Mike and Trevor both take up the chant like yeah fuck Islanti fuck yeah, Islanti like, every, fuck like Islanti. the whole colony is yeah the whole co- like is like a wave through the colony fuck the Islanti fuck the Islanti you know um and you guys get in there, you know, whatever. You get your sleep. Everybody is just cheersing you, you know? Like, it's it's dope. You've made your request to Lodvar and Abreta for the ship. They've already started working on that some today, just to get, get working on it. Awesome. Uh, we'll discuss what those upgrades are later. Not important now, but they are in progress of upgrading your ship to a Tier 2 ship. Um, and you guys rest and get a long rest here. 
Very cool. Fantastic. Did we not have? Did we not go to Weldy's party? Did Weldy have his party? Oh, uh, well, we haven't had the party yet. Okay. Well, Everybody Weldy needed, needed to, to get the the stuff, and he's got to do his chores first. Yeah, he's got to get it Fair set enough. up. Fair enough. We were bringing all the pepperoni slices for the party. <laughs> <laughs> okay, dumb question. We get all of our stamina back and one hit point. Is that correct? You get two hit points back now because you're level oh, two. Oh yeah. So, but if anybody wants to pop off a heal on him now before the rest, I don't know if Zach, do you have any more? Uh, no. Mystic I'm, I, I mean, not until we get a rest. I do not have any. Not I, I can only use Mystic Cure once a day, and I used all three of my spell slots. Already healing. Yes, Zeno. exactly. Okay. Oh, right, right. <laughs> and yeah. um, cool, cool. Well, or no, no, no. I'm I, sorry. I used a mind thrust to finish off Olaraja. Ah, uh, yeah. That's right. That's right. So, okay. No, well, get the long rest then, and you'll just have to deal. So you, you, it's you guys get your long rest, and it's the next morning, and you make your way over to Madeline's. And when you come in to his, you know, he's straightened up some. I mean, there's still some damaged furniture and stuff like that, but he's definitely cleaned up the mess. And he he himself looks a, a lot better. Not fully healed, but he's obviously cleaned himself up. And he says, oh, good morning. Come, please, come come here. And he looks at you specifically, Zeno, says, you, you look like you're still suffering some wounds. Can I... I, I would love to help you with that. Please do. I'd appreciate that very much. And uh, he lays his hands on you and heals you ten um, hit points. Ten? Hot damn. Yeah. Okay. You uh, you got any more where that came from? So Mystic Cure is HP, right? Uh, Mystic Cure is, but are you talking, is he also a mystic? He is also yes. a mystic. Uh, yes. If he uses Healing Touch, then it's 10 HP because it's 2 per Mystic level. If right. he uses Mystic Cure, then it's 1d8 plus your Spellcasting so modifier. He used, yeah, he used Healing Touch on Zeno because Zeno was down the most. Um, and it, So it's how much? 1d8 the- plus his Spellcasting modifier's Wisdom. Oh, look at uh, that. 10 okay. for you. Oh, slick. Uh, Phil. 10 for Phil. Yeah. Nice. Sweet. Everybody Does anybody else good. need any? I'm back. <laughs> I think everybody else. Hot hands, else, come on. Everybody else is good, right? <laughs> and he says, "Well, I, again, I can't, I can't thank you enough for for helping us, but unfortunately, there's no, there's no rest because Lieutenant Sharu is still at large, and I, I think before we can really move forward and rebuild this colony, you're going to have to take her out." And I think that perhaps searching the Royal Venture, you might be able to find out where they've taken Sedona. We need our we need our Sedona back. She was somewhat of the the heart of this little colony. Yes, she has that effect on people. Oh, you you all know her. Oh. Uh, yeah, actually. Hmm. Why do you think we came out to this backwater colony in the first place? It's not backwater. Mm. (laughs) He just crumbles and just trails (laughs) off. I mean, like, Ziva obviously (laughs) shut him down on that, but he just like... (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> to be um, fair, it ain't the front water neither. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, he says, I, I, I think that there no time like the present, and while the sun is out, you should make your your trip across the jungle. However, walking, I think, is not the ideal way to get there. Go see Ludvar. I think he has a bit of a surprise for you. We get, oh man, I cannot wait we to see what he's got for us. You'll see. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you you head over there to Ludvar, to the stable, and you see that he's pulled three tarps off of three bikes, hover trikes. And he's got oh, them all it's polished like, it's up. It's like Star looking. Wars. Yeah. Those. Yeah. Sailing through, oh, yeah, and he just has these three shiny hover trikes, and he says, uh, "Well, it looks like your mounts are ready to go." And he gives each of you the ignition switches that he had pulled out. Your orange is crap. I'm taking one. Yeah. I'm, shotgun. I don't. Yeah, one of you can ride shotgun with me. I drive. <laughs> Wait. Um, How does shotgun work on it? Fell, you're going. You're going to drive one. Yeah, Fell's going to drive one. All right. So you guys climb on to your your hover trikes, put in the ignition. Yeah, Orin just like grips the the handlebars and just kind of mm, grins a little bit. You know, like slowly back them out of the stable, and then like you kind of line them up on the road that goes out of the southwest of the colony and Ludvar says alright, really crank them up and you guys just open them up and you just like start speeding through the jungle making your way towards the Royal Venture crash site and he says to you as you guys are going we'll see ya (laughs) (laughs) nice I love it it's great good job Alright then. He's a a good guy. He's good people. Yeah.